Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Welcome to the Garden Report, powered by SeatGeek. I am Jared Weiss. This is Jimmy Toscano. What up, though? The Celtics just survived the Orlando Magic. They won 117-116. to 116. I didn't think you'd be saying that. I didn't think yeah. we'd be saying it either. But first, I'm going to tell you about SeatGeek. If you go to SeatGeek and you enter in the settings section, Garden Report as your promo code, you're going to get a $20 rebate when you buy any ticket on SeatGeek. If you want to get tickets to see the Cavs okay. play next Wednesday in a game that could decide the first seed in the Eastern Conference, get those tickets on SeatGeek. That is the best way to do it. You're going to get a $20 rebate when you use the code Garden Report. we got now, John Mayer coming up, too. That, oh, whatever's more important to you, John yeah, Mayer, yeah. LeBron James, doesn't matter. Now, <laughs> let's talk about what happened at the very last play of this game. Now, cut back to Wednesday night when we were standing at this exact same spot, yes. and we were fresh off of Malcolm Brogdon, who kind of jumped ahead in our minds in the Rookie of the Year contest. Yeah. He he had a beautiful game-winning shot over Avery Bradley with three seconds left. Cut to tonight. A little lucky. A little bit lucky. Cut to tonight. The Celtics, they miss a three. Isaiah Thomas misses a contested three. I think it was Terrence Ross got the rebound. New player on the Magic. Instead of calling a timeout, they had two timeouts left. Instead of getting Isaiah Thomas off the court, yeah. which I think is a I point that you move. raised to me, that's, yeah. a, that's a, it's an interesting, bold move by Frank Vogel there. They take it down court. Alfred Payton, he starts going downhill slowly but powerful, powerfully. He gets the ball top of the key. He has a one-on-one matchup with Amir Johnson. He takes him right. Amir gets twisted around, stays with Alfred Payton, goes up. And what contested. happens? Contested. 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 He said he got a finger off on balance. it. But we off saw balance. Alfred Payton hit rim. Alfred yeah. Payton, he hit rim on that shot, and they lost the game there. Now, Frank Vogel said that that was a <laughs> foul sour grapes if, it's a, if it's Isaiah Thomas. He said that Isaiah Thomas was getting those calls. We rewatched the play a couple times, and it didn't look like no. – we it's saw a, it from a, the baseline a, angle where you could see the contact, and it certainly did not look no. like there was enough body what, contact to make it If they call the foul on that, there's there's mayhem in here. And, he, and, it, and it wasn't a foul. I mean, that's, a, that's offense defense right there. I mean, if that's a foul, then – what can you really do in crunch time when the guy's driving the lane? You go up, you put a body, you know, you're going, he's going straight up, Amir Johnson. He's not, he didn't hack him on the arm or anything. Peyton tried to fade away at the end, and he missed a shot. Simple as that. I mean, it was, it was good defense in a game where there wasn't a ton of great defense. That was absent, 117 to 116. Yeah. I, I was saying, I was telling uh, a friend of ours earlier that Brad Stevens would rather lose, or ra- rather win a game 90 to 81 oh. than win a game oh 117 God, yeah. to 116. I, I mean, he was miserable. I think yeah. he was pretty miserable after I that I think game. he'd rather lose a low-scoring game than win a high-scoring game. No, that's probably not true, true, but it's close to true. <laughs> he'd probably take away more from that game. Yeah. And right. let's give credit to Amir Johnson, who twisted yep. his ankle in the first half of this game Definitely. and went down. He had to take off his shoes, kind of flex his ankle a little bit, get looked at by uh, athletic trainer Ed Lassert. He comes back in the game and plays some really solid interior defense. Mm-hmm. As 
you know, as, as bad as the defense was in this game, he played some good interior defense here, had some really nice stops late, had a few blocks, had that crucial play to win the game mm -hmm. for them. Amir came back in the locker room. I see him walking around the locker room, and he's, he's, he's limping, he's ginger. He had to sit down for his post-game press conference. I mean, he, he was... That's true. I didn't, I didn't yeah. really put that together. He was sore. He said he was sore. He says he's questionable, essentially, to play in New York on Sunday, but... Credit Amir Johnson. He was really struggling with his interior defense. He was late on everything before the All-Star break. So bad that the lights were going out in the building as they just <laughs> did. But he's really been solid in the last few weeks. Oh, yeah. I think he's been, along with Jay Crowder, I think Crowder and Johnson have really stepped up over the last few weeks, like you mentioned. Um, fans have all been talking about, you know, they need more of an inside presence. They need somebody on the glass. They need a, a rim projector. I think Amir Johnson, he's, he's not going to make the all-star team, let's be real, but he has definitely stepped up these last few weeks. He's given the Celtics what they need. He comes in. He's, he's ready. He comes in. You know, sometimes then they go small ball. He's not in there late in games, but when he needs to be, like tonight, he makes big plays down the stretch. He's a veteran. I mean, he's just 29 years old, but he's been in the league for like 11 years now. 45 years. Yeah, 45 years. It feels that way. Um, so he's been there, done that, and he, you're seeing him sort of get locked in down the stretch here. All right. Well, when we come back, we'll talk about the guy that he was guarding down the stretch, someone named Aaron Gordon, who had a oh, huge game. Him. We'll yeah, talk we about Aaron him. Gordon versus Isaiah Thomas. And the debut of the dancing bear, Gershon Yabusele, who had a very <laughs> impressive night in Maine for the Red Claws. We'll be right back the on the playoff bound Red Claws. On CLNS Radio and Celtics Blog. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's Jimmy Toscano here from the Garden Report, coming to you just after a huge Celtics win over at the TD Garden. This place was absolutely rocking, and you can expect to hear and see that the rest of the way from the regular season on into the playoffs. My question to you, do you want to be a part of that? Because if so, listen up. As the playoff push heats up, SeatGeek is the smartest, easiest way to get tickets to every game. With SeatGeek's seamless mobile experience, you can buy and sell tickets in just two taps. SeatGeek helps you find the best seats at the best prices, fully guaranteed. There's nothing like being in the stadium for the biggest plays of the year. Maybe a little Isaiah Thomas three-pointer, a Joel J. Crowder put-back dunk. Who knows? It could be anything. SeatGeek will be there to get you closer to the action for a great value. I got the SeatGeek app on my phone, and it's by far the easiest way I've found to shop for tickets. I can be anywhere, and with just a few taps, I can instantly find seats. And I actually did just use SeatGeek recently to buy some tickets, not to the Celtics, but to the other team who plays here in the TD Garden, the Boston Bruins. Switch it up a little bit. I don't need to buy Celtics tickets, folks. Remember that. SeatGeek is designed to make your ticket buying experience easier than ever. Saves you time and money by searching multiple ticket sites to compare prices and find amazing deals. And to get you the most bang for your buck, SeatGeek grades every ticket based on value to help you immediately identify the best seats that fit your budget. Plus, every purchase is fully guaranteed, as we mentioned, so you can shop for tickets on SeatGeek with complete confidence. And it doesn't end with sports. SeatGeek also has plenty of concert, comedy, and theater tickets available, too. I know my guy Jared Weiss recently used it to buy some Kanye West tickets. Best of all, my listeners get a $20 rebate off their first SeatGeek purchase. So now you really got to listen. To get your $20 rebate on tickets, first you're going to do is download the SeatGeek app. Go to the settings tab and click add a promo code. Enter this promo code, Garden Report. Easy enough, right? Garden Report. One word, Garden Report. Also known as the best Celtics postgame show ever created. SeatGeek will send you $20 after you've made your first ticket purchase. So download the SeatGeek app and enter the promo code GARDENREPORT 
and we will see you inside the TD Garden. Welcome back to part two of the Garden Report. This one is powered by Harry's Razors. If you go to harrys.com slash garden report, you're going to get a free trial pack when you sign up. We have been using that trial pack, and we've been, been looking using sexier it. than ever. I know. I've See, only like, used one cartridge. I've had them for like three weeks. Same with me. Yeah, yeah and I'm still on the same foam. Yep. I love their gel foam. It's amazing. Speaking of amazing, Aaron Gordon was very, also very, clean very good, very clean shaded tonight. <laughs> he was smooth as a Harry's uh, glide tonight. He was questionable for this game. It was a game-time decision after yeah. colliding with former teammate Victor Oladipo in their, uh, the incredible West, Russell Westbrook 57-point triple-double game on Wednesday night. He, we watched him warm up, and he I didn't think he was going to go. He looked he was, like, keeled over in discomfort while shooting free throws out there as he had that bad left shoulder. I think he was okay. He yeah, had 33 he, points. He was decent. 32. He had 16 rebounds. He had a one of the dunks <laughs> of the year where he leapfrogged over Marcus Smart. Which was a charge. It was a charge, actually. Marcus was there early for once. It was a charge. Didn't that's, flop that's for BS. once. That's BS. Yeah, that was a legit charge. He got there. Credit to Marcus Smart. A lot of guys would just let him fly through the air. Marcus Smart put his body on the line. Didn't get credit for it, but... Needless to say, Aaron Gordon. He should rest in peace because rest Gordon peace. was great. Aaron, and what yeah. was really good is that Gordon was very good closing out the game. He was doing just about everything. He was pounding the glass, pounding the rim. Not just a dunker. They left him open on a, uh, it was, I think it was a second chance point. He was wide open on the weak side elbow. They left him open to take the three, and he buried that three. I mean, he yeah. did everything that he possibly could for the Magic tonight. It was a terrific game for him. Yeah, he looked like a leader out there. And I think, you know, for a young team like the Magic, a team that they aren't playing for anything aside from, it's kind of like the Suns. They're not really playing for anything except for each other. Uh, it's It was good on the Magic to really step up and show up tonight and give the Celtics everything they had. I mean, the Celtics, I think, were a little surprised um, at the way the Magic were playing, and Aaron Gordon led the way, and that's what you want to see from one of your young guys. You want him to lead by example, and I think tonight was you know exhibit A of exactly that. Well, Isaiah Thomas responded quite well. He had 35 tonight. Oh, he's been doing that all year. He's been doing that all year. You know, you're, you've been complaining about the Celtics getting off to these slow starts. We saw tonight that Isaiah ended up starting the fourth quarter with the second unit and then sitting for about a minute and a half or so and then coming back in for the last four and a half. It was crucial to keeping the offense kind of going blow for blow with the magic there down the stretch. Isaiah still played 37 minutes, but he got his 29th 30-point game of the season, which wow. is, I think, seventh in Celtics franchise history. Only, I think it's been Bird, uh, Pierce, and one other person who I'm forgetting right now, Havlicek. Why wouldn't it be Havlicek? Thank you, my producer, Jeremy Carp. Uh, those are some decent names. Those are good names. Those yeah. are good names. He's having a, good, <laughs> he's having a pretty good season. He's having yeah. an unbelievable season. But how crucial do you think it was to see that Stevens could kind of mess around with the rotations tonight to keep Isaiah really pushing it when they needed him to? It's huge because, let's be honest, we're going to see that in the playoffs. We're not going to see 30-minute games from Isaiah Thomas. He's going to be playing. He played 37 tonight. Yeah, 30, sorry, 30, 36-29. 36-29. Round so up. About 37. He's going to be playing that, I would say, minimum in the playoffs. So, yeah, he's going to have to get used to playing with the second unit because he's going to be in there at points when they're in there because we've seen when he's sitting on the bench and when the second unit gets in there, depending on who's still in from the starting unit, those guys can go cold in a heartbeat. I mean, we see it. We think, what is this lineup out here right now? I mean, these guys, none, there's not a single score on this floor right now. So, they're going to need to find ways to work him into that second unit, and I think that's what Stevens was trying to, you know, experiment with a little bit tonight, and it was much needed. 
Yeah, I mean, they got quick points from Isaiah and Kelly Olynyk to start off the fourth quarter. Yep. That was really crucial to kind of reversing the tide that Orlando yeah. had had. You don't and, want Orlando to go up big in that fourth quarter. Yeah, and especially because you know, Olynyk has those deer in headlights kind of nights where he's just kind of Bambi's filling all over the place. And when those <laughs> happen, that second unit falls flat. Right. I think having Olenek on the floor with Isaiah in the early fourth quarter has been really successful for them in the past. I haven't looked at the lineup numbers. So I apologize. Keeps him engaged, completely wrong sure. On a data perspective. But it certainly appears that Isaiah kind of really carving up the interior defense just frees Olenek to very comfortably work his kind of catch-and-shoot game and his off-the-bounce game, which is really the only time that Olenek really thrives offensively. Right, and then the, on the other opposite end of the spectrum, Olenek spreads the court because he's obviously a three-point shooter. You have to guard him, which opens up the floor for Isaiah if he's slicing and dicing through the lane. So they are, they're a good balance. It's a good complement. So. Okay, let's talk about one more thing. One that more. is the dancing bear. We find, we've been waiting a long time Yabu. to see this. Yabusele, Gershon Yabusele, the French Draymond. He is finally playing stateside. He made his debut for the main Red Claws tonight. He had 17 points 17, and nine, nine rebounds. Yep. Four fouls in 25 minutes. I got a chance to talk to a senior executive at the Celtics who wasn't very excited about the uh, fouls, but very excited about that dunk. It was very excited to hear about the way his pick and pop game was working tonight. They, he showed a lot of the skills that he's able to show in China. I know you haven't watched it yet, except obviously that dunk was pretty incredible. Everybody's mm. seen so far, but it, it definitely worth watching the highlights that I'm sure uh, that will be coming up pretty soon on YouTube for Yabu Sele. One thing to look out for for this guy, he is a very agile defender, both interior and exterior, and his size is legit. I mean, oh, yeah. we saw him out he's there in the ripped, Chinese league. The yeah, we saw him out there in the Chinese league, and he looks big. You see him out there in the D league. He still is tall. He's still tall for a four. He could play the five small ball situations. He is a he's he's a really fascinating prospect to see him in a game where Jordan Mickey was the leading scorer for the Red Claws and uh, NBA vet Damian Wilkins at 40 points for Greensboro in this game, and they ended up actually winning the game. That's right, 40 points for him. Uh, Yabusele. Is he's legit? He's going to be a really, really fascinating yeah. prospect. So make sure to watch more Red Claws games uh, as the season winds down. Very exciting to have him join the team. The they actually tonight clinched the playoffs. So imagine getting a guy like that for your playoff. And actually, the Red Claws organization, a lot of the front office staff and the and the big wigs, if you will, were actually at the tonight's, tonight Celtics game. I went up to the box and I kind of hung out for a bit and. I was there when they all found out that they clinched the playoffs. It was very, uh, they were very excited about it. A lot of buzz up there over Yabusele, um, and he's a guy that, like I said, I mean, imagine acquiring somebody like that just before your playoff run. I mean, I don't know if you can find odds in Vegas for betting on the D League, you know, champions, but oh, I throw, throw some cash down on the Red Claws. Why not? Probably a casino in Portland somewhere. They'll give you odds on that one. <laughs> got to be. So that'll do it for us. We will see you after Wednesday's game against the Cleveland Cavaliers, which is. Like as much of a playoff game as you can get in the regular season. Yeah. Wouldn't be surprised if LeBron doesn't even play in that one. We'll see what happens. He'll be on the second night. Calling of you out, LeBron. You better play. Yeah, LeBron better show up for that one. You better play. Could decide the Are first scared? seed. So that'll do it for if us. He doesn't play. He's scared. No, I'm saying right. it. I'm Jimmy. Or you're Jimmy. I'm Jimmy. I'm Jared. That's you're Jeremy. Jared. Don't forget to go to uh, harrys.com slash garden report to get your free trial pack. And you see he can put in the promo code garden report to get $20 rebated to you on your first ticket purchase. You can go to the game and you can wave to us from the stands. And maybe we'll wave back to you if you maybe. tweet us on garden report. So that'll do it for us here. We will see you on Wednesday. This is the garden LeBron, report. LeBron, you better play. This is the garden report on CLNS radio play. and Celtics blog. We're coming. What's up, guys? This is Jimmy Toscano from The Garden Report, and I want to talk to you about something near and dear to my face. I'm talking about my Harry's razor. Since I've switched to Harry's, I've seen and felt better and smoother results on my precious face. If you've watched The Garden Report lately, 
and I hope you have, you definitely notice that I'm looking clean cut. I'm looking good. And it starts with a clean shave. Harry's was started by two guys, Jeff and Andy, who were fed up with being overcharged for razors. So they decided to start their own razor company to give guys everywhere what they deserve. A great shave at a fair price. They bought a factory with 100 years of blade making experience so they could make their own high quality razors, sell them online, and ship them directly to you for half the price of the leading brand. Harry's razors includes everything you need for a close, comfortable shave. I'm talking five German engineered blades, that's right, German, a lubricating strip, a flex hinge for a comfortable glide, trimmer blade for hard to reach places, we're not going to get into that, and weighted ergonomic handles. All this for $2 a blade compared to the $4 or more you'll pay at the drugstore. So listen up. Harry's is so confident in the quality of their blades, they want you to try their most popular trial set for free. I said it, free folks. It comes with a razor handle of your choice, five blade cartridge, and shaving gel. It's free when you sign up. All you gotta do is pay for the small fee for shipping. To redeem your free trial offer, Go to harrys.com slash garden report right now. That's harrys.com slash garden report. Trust me, guys, you will not regret it. Uh, Vucevic set a high screen. Uh, you know, uh, Peyton is good at going down here and driving, so we had to switch. And uh, I just, just made a good play. I was able to get, you know, a fingertip block on the ball. And um, we got to stop. Yeah, it's, it's, it's tough, man. It's, it's definitely hard to win, um, especially this time of year. Uh, teams, are, a lot of teams are playing freely, and um, I guess just the best thing we can do is just just focus on us. You know what I mean? We had a, a few games where we we haven't started off well, and uh, that was the case tonight. And uh, we we picked it up late. You know, um, we just we're just trying to put a full game together, and uh, glad we got the win. But uh, until we put a full game together, you know what I mean? That's when we're, we're, we're playing well. What's the key to embracing the, the role that you have? I mean, you're, you're not a guy looking to score a lot or rebound a lot. You just got a lot of intangibles that they're looking for. Um, good question. I just just think I think just playing hard, um, knowing, my, knowing my role, you know, playing off of guys, uh, knowing the reads. Um, we, have, we have a lot of great scorers on this team. Um, you, you know, you just got to find a – Find a way you fit in and, and make things work, and uh, just being the vet I am, you know, I just just find my way. One of the things Jay talked a little about was how teams like Orlando they play freely because you know, they're not going to the playoffs. They don't have a lot to play for. Right. Playing another team like that in New York, talking about the challenge of really not allowing those teams to kind of get some momentum and just you know put you in a dogfight like you wanted to. Yeah, I mean, uh, those teams are not in the playoffs. You know, so some guys are, are playing for contracts. You know, some guys are coming from the D League and they're just just playing super hard. And uh, for us to just to, to play well, we just got to stay solid, uh, match some of those guys' energy. You know, and just 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 stay solid. You know, what I mean, play our game and uh, you know and, and get those wins. You know, it's just tough. Do you think the ankle might keep you out of Sunday's game? I don't know. You know, what I mean, I'm gonna see how it feels in the morning. I got it wrapped up right now. Um, I'm gonna wake up early, get some treatment, and see how I feel feeling it. But it's fine right now. You plan to travel with the team? Yes. Yeah. I mean, the last time you've been fouled in the three? Uh, I don't know. That's my, that's my first time. I'm usually, you know, down in the paint. But uh, I guess guys were running me off. 
3.9 now. <laughs> you got to be impressed with that, man. That, that's, you're on the scouting report as a three-point shooter. I guess so, man. I, I told Vucevic, you know what I mean, just, just let me shoot that. You didn't have to <laughs> run me off. But, uh, you know, I guess guys are starting to do that now. Just miss a few on that. They won't bother you. Right, right. <laughs> I I'm not. Brad, can you just talk about the last play of the game? Um, well, they decided not to call a timeout, so Peyton was coming full head of steam. Amir did a great job of trying to, uh, you know, stay in front of him and challenge his shot. That's easier said than done. He's really crafty down there. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's that. With everything that led up to, to those last five minutes, is there something in your team that they think they have a switch? Well, I don't, I don't, you know, we don't, we don't talk about that. We talk about playing to possession to possession, and we've been really good out of the gate in a lot of games, and that's why, you know, we talk about our starting lineup being, having had success. I mean, that's obviously a reason why, but um, I did, you know, I, I did tell them, like, you're going to have nights like this, right? You're going to have nights where, man, it, it feels like it's tough to get going and the other team is rolling, like the other team is doing a lot of great things. Um, I knew going into this game that this was going to be a much different game than the first two times we played them because of how they were playing and who they were playing from a personnel standpoint. And um, you know, it was good that our guys found a way. Sometimes, sometimes the biggest challenge is just finding a way on a night when the other team's going and you're not. And that's, good. that's a good thing. Coach, uh, fourth quarter you started, uh, your five included Isaiah Thomas, and usually you bring him in at some point in the fourth. Was that something that you saw just throughout the course of the game where you felt you needed him at the beginning of the fourth tonight maybe more than some Well, I just thought one of, the, one of the things with comebacks are sometimes comebacks happen and then um, teams aren't able to sustain that level of scoring and, and um, proficiency. So we wanted to – I took him out a little bit earlier in the third to bring him back, um, you know, for the start of the fourth, and then took him out for about a minute and a half or something. He got a quick rest in the fourth. And just, just general, what is, did that just having him to start the fourth quarter mean to your team tonight? Do you think? Well, I mean, he was really going in the third, and then, um, you know, Kelly got a layup on the first play because they were hugged up to Isaiah on the weak side, and and then the next play they reacted to Kelly, and Isaiah hits a three, and you start off start off up five. Um, yeah, I mean, he's helpful. I can tell you that. He's really good. So it's always helpful to have really good players on the court. Thanks, Brad. Just coaching things hard. <laughs> Game 76, Brad, are you guys fighting yourselves a little bit? Are you fighting fatigue? Are you fighting anticipating the playoffs? Every, How would every, you care? Everybody is, right? But, you know, I feel good about where we are. I didn't think we played very well in the first half, and I thought Orlando did a great job. I thought they had a lot to do with it. I thought Orlando played great tonight. And, you know, we had to find a way. And, you know, if you have, if you have real issues with fatigue, you don't find a way. So we had, we had a lot left in the tank. And, and now, we, you know, they expended quite a bit on the court tonight, but, but uh, you know, they played really hard in coming back. Is there anything different you'll do rest-wise or – for the remainder of the last two weeks? So yeah, like I said earlier, we're, we're talking about all that stuff and looking at all that stuff. I feel really good about where we are in the big picture. Um, 
you know, and, and our trainers and our, you know, um, strength conditioning and everybody else is talking with the guys on a day-to-day basis to make sure they feel really good. And we, we did nothing yesterday. Um, and you have to manage those off days, I think. Well, I've had two full off days this week. And so it's a good, it's a, those add up too. It's not just what you're doing in the game. And so I feel really good about where we are from that standpoint. Obviously, getting Avery back, we need him back and we need him healthy. Um, but the rest thing will come into play um, if it needs to. So uh, Jalen, it seemed like he was running a lot of the sets that you'd run with Avery. But how do you feel Jalen's really matured, at least over the last couple of months, just being able to work off ball on both sides? Well, I think, um, you know, whether it's the two or the three, the wing has been his most comfortable position. Um, and, you know, you're supposed to get better as the season goes on, and you're supposed to feel better about understanding what you're supposed to do. Um, I thought he did a lot of good things tonight. And, you know, um, surely they, there's some stuff to work on, but he's doing some good stuff off the ball. He's not Avery yet running off those screens and shooting, um, but he certainly has the speed to lose people. And as he continues to improve, might become pretty good at that stuff. I'm trying to miss, though. <laughs> Isaiah, Amir doesn't uh, usually score 20 or grab 15 rebounds or anything, but the, the defense that he can provide for you guys in clutch situations, what does that mean to the team? It means everything. I mean, he's a guy that he does a lot that's not in the stat sheet um, um, other than rebounding, and, and, and he's, he's very vocal on the defensive end, and he's a guy that can guard multiple positions, so he helps us in in, in numerous ways, and, and he did a lot tonight. Do you feel you almost escaped with the victory tonight? You are down a lot during the game. I mean, you could say that. Any way we can get a win is, is, is what we're looking forward to. So, um, they're, they're a different team. They, they play a lot better. They've been playing a lot better since the All-Star break. Um, and we knew that coming in. We just had to change it up a little bit in the second half and, and play a lot harder than they did, and we did that. How crazy was that last minute, just the you know, no timeouts there in such a close game? It, it, was, it, was a, it was a crazy finish, but um, we kept our composure and, and got stops when we needed it. And, that was what was very important tonight, especially towards the end. You played like you started the fourth after started the fourth for a little while and played like 11 minutes about in it. Is that, you know, after last game, is that something you're happy to see? You know, does it help you kind of get that rhythm at the end of the game? Um, it does. It, it definitely helps um, starting the fourth quarter. But um, any decision that Brad makes, I mean, I, I trust his decisions. And um, I know game by game, it'll probably change up. But I mean, I like, I like the way it was tonight. What type of groove are you in right now? You just matched your uh, your longest stretch of the season with consecutive thirty point games. Um, I'm just I'm just trying to do whatever I can to win games and, and have a lot of momentum going into the playoffs. So I know I needed to play better for us to win, and I'm just trying to do that. Um, be aggressive every time down and keep my foot on the pedal. What did you think of the five and one home stand? Um, it was it was good. I mean, we we had a tough loss to Milwaukee. I felt like. Uh, we gave our chance to win that game, but it, um, it was definitely a successful homestand. I said, where are you guys at? I know it's game 76. Is there like kind of a can't wait for the playoffs to get here? Is there a fatigue? Is there, I mean, how do you, what's the team's disposition at this point? I don't know. I mean, we don't really talk about the playoffs. We don't really talk about 
standing in the first place. Like, even one of the coaches today in the locker room said, I mean, we just won. We need some smiles. It's like, we're just, I guess we're ready for it to be over and for us to start the playoffs, as you said. So, I don't know. We're just, we're so locked in right now and, and focusing on getting better. And, and this, this postseason is very important to us. Sounded like you were frustrated throughout the first half. Was, was tonight kind of a good example of a game that was nice to kind of shake off not your best performance for your whole team? Um, it, it was. Um, the coach said that at halftime. He said there's, there's games like this. And he kept saying we just got to be different. Whatever that meant, we just got to be different. In that. And we did that in the second half. We turned it up on the defensive end and made them work a lot. A lot harder than they did in the first half. You talk, I tell you to be different. What, what is that um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it worked. It sounded good. It'd be better. Yeah, yeah. Be better than we were in the first half, I guess. So, uh, there's a few things I don't know what he's saying, but I just go. I mean, he's a smart guy, so I, I think he's right. All the time. Why was the locker room? Really, locker was kind of quiet. Was it just because it was kind of a grind game? Or? I mean that, but I mean the last few wins have been quiet. It's just, I don't know. We're, I guess we just want more. We're not satisfied with how we're playing. And we know we're not playing the best, and we're still winning at that. But we gotta, we gotta play a lot better, especially when we play. On that subject and saying that you guys are locked in, how is this different? This feeling that you have right now, as opposed to maybe the last couple times when you guys went into the postseason. This time it's like teams are chasing us. I mean, it's like like me and Jay was talking about, like Orlando, like. Gave us their best shot. Like you know, usually we're the team that's that's going after other teams, and it, it feels like now teams are just like ready to play us from the jump. And we got to do a better job of starting games, and that's that's not in us, the starters. But we got to know the teams are are not going to give slack to us. Even though this game was a grind, Brad said he likes where you guys are at. Do you agree with that? Yeah, what I mean, like it was that? just a different game for us. Like we need. I guess we need those different types of games because yeah, the playoffs are not going to be sweet. Like it's not going to we're not going to win by twenty or, or lose by thirty or things like that. Like games are going to be different, and we got to figure out how to win those games. And that was one of those tonight.